PayPal number one for podcasting. The PSAs you hear on Miller and Condon and iHeartMedia Des Moines are presented in part by Nick Mick. We take care of our own. Now, here's Miller and Condon. All right, welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. One more segment of Restaurant Radio for a Tuesday. If you would like to hear your restaurant get a little publicity on these airwaves, uh, you're welcome to reach out to me at KenMillerShow at gmail.com. KenMillerShow at gmail.com. There's no catch. This is a free service. If you listen to the last segment of the program, uh, we're going to go around, give you three, four minutes to tell us about your establishment, what you're trying to do in these trying times. And we'll do this every Tuesday, every Thursday, but we're going to expand in the days to come, not just restaurants, but if you have a small business, if you have a front door and they've, uh, the state and uh, the circumstances have forced that front door to remain closed to customers and you're trying to keep the uh, the lights on, uh, we've got a place for you to tell the audience on 1460 and 106.3 about what you're trying to do. Plaza Pub is no different. They are trying to keep their doors open and uh, we're going to head to the Plaza Pub. Let's talk to our guy. Uh, he's Kenny. He's got a couple of things going. Kenny, first of all, your last name, Chevalier. I mean, that's the French pronunciation, I would think. Uh, how do you say your last name? Uh, Canadians, Canadians might know that. That is the correct pronunciation. <laughs> Chevalier is right. Look at that. Yeah, how about that? Am I Canadian showing? Yeah, yeah, finally works for once. Yeah. Finally works for once. <laughs> Kenny, good to talk to you. Thanks for coming on. So, uh, well, first of all, let's talk about the Plaza Pub, and I know you've got a rib business uh, going as well, Kenny's Rib Wagon. Want to save a couple of minutes for that, but let's get, first of all, uh, into Plaza Pub where you're serving. I know there's pizza available. Tell us what you got going at the Plaza Pub. Okay, so we've been selling pizzas down here for years. It's uh, pub-style thin crust pizza, some of the best uh, thin crust pub-style pizza you can find around in town. Um, we have those. We have them like 9, 12, 16-inch pizzas. Um, you know, it's all fresh fresh ingredients, fresh uh, chopped vegetables every day on those. And um, so uh, Wednesdays we... Uh, feature a buy one get one pizza and we'll be doing that um, as we're going through this as well so what it is in titles you buy a large specialty pizza at $18 and you get a medium one topping free on that that's pretty good can't beat that free is a good thing Uh, how long you been in business at the plaza pub kenny um since about 2001 good place has been around well for the current owners have had it since about 2001 it's been around probably since the late 70s but we started really uh, doing pizzas in the early 2000s. Uh, do you have a website? Give us the address for sure and then a phone number. Give us all the 411 as to how people can find you and how people can reach you on the telephone. Sure. Uh, we're located at 62nd Douglas, right across the street from Merle Hay Mall. Okay. Um, our phone number is 515-334-0871. The physical address is 6202 Douglas. Um, we don't have a website up. Uh, we can find us on Facebook. We've got Facebook pages we're posting every day. The menus and all our specials on those on a daily basis. Gotcha. Uh, let's talk about ribs. You've also, so is this, did this start out your rib business? Was this a hobby of yours? Were you kind of an amateur smoker? And then, you know, you're sharing that with some neighbors or some family and they're telling, boy, you're pretty good at this. You should maybe expand your horizons. How did the rib, how did the rib business start? 
that's basically how it started in my backyard about 20 years ago, you know, and um, just doing it for friends and family and, you know, hey, can you cook for this? Can you cook for that? Then my friends that owned the bar up here, you know, like got a large smoker. We brought it up here. And then about uh, once, you know, once a month or so, a couple times a month, we would, uh, you know, do barbecue events up here, whether it be ribs, brisket, pulled pork, chicken. Uh, we do turkey orders every year for Thanksgiving mm. and Christmas. And then about a, about a year ago or so, we, uh, me and my wife, we sat around and talked and talked with uh, John Jackie Spellman that owned the Plaza Pub. And, um, you know, said, hey, you know, it's been going really good. We're, you know, doing some catering and stuff. Why don't we uh, just merge the uh, kitchen, the, the pizza business and the barbecue business and and you go at this full time. And uh, things have been going good and we're doing uh, pretty good business up until you know, and then yeah. we get that shut down. But but we're still we're still holding on. We're still doing good and we're still going to be offering a barbecue. Uh, we're, we do our ribs uh, Thursday through Saturday up here. Yep. And um uh, along with it, we also do our we got smoked wings, jumbo wings. People love them; they're amazing. Mm. Uh, you can get them in different flavors: a sweet chili, buffalo, teriyaki, honey garlic. Uh, most people's favorites is dry rub on those, and they'll get them maybe like the buffalo side on the side. Good stuff. Uh, the address one more time, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll we're going to make it through this, and we'll do our part, Kenny. You're welcome to come on again in the uh, in the weeks to come. Address one more time. Yep. 6202 Douglas in Des Moines, Iowa. Our phone number is 515-334-0871, and we're located right across the street from Rohe Mall. Kenny Chevalier. Thank you, Kenny. Best of luck to you, okay? All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me. And support local, everybody. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Preaching the choir. Take care, Kenny. Good to talk to you. Uh, Hessen House and Fong's Pizza in the Spotlight next. Tony joins the program. Tony, uh, how's things going for you? Well, uh, this is the first apocalypse I've had to manage anything through. So, uh, right. Sorry, so I far, laughed. so good. I think we're doing okay. Yeah, so. Good stuff. Yeah, you know what? You got to have a little inject a little yeah. bit of humor. A little in levity time. at this time doesn't hurt at all. Let's start first of all. Let's focus on Hessen House. Then we'll get the Fong's Pizza. Um, boy, Fong's Pizza continues to move the needle here in Central Iowa. Hessen House. What are you doing as far as uh, beer and food at Hessen House with carryout? Yeah, uh, so Hessen House right now, we are actually doing carryout and delivery. Okay. Uh, with our, we have some kind of limited resources, so we are uh, a little bit limited on the distance. We can go out, but just, you know, if you feel like you want delivery from Hessen House, please call us and let us know. Um, as you guys probably know, the governor has relaxed the restrictions on what we can deliver as far as liquor and mm-hmm. beer and wine and all of that for now, so... Uh, if you want, uh, if you've got a favorite German beer that you're just dying to have, and uh, you want to pick it up curbside or have us bring it to you, then give us a call, or uh, you can order online as well. Um, and do you have crowlers or growlers? Uh, so if if I'm ordering beer, um, I, mean, I guess how many ounces can I get? What's what's the what's the rules? What's the law say? Do you know? We obviously you know. We have right now. You can order. You can buy from us any unopened. Uh, any unopened liquor or wine, and we have a package beer license uh, so we can sell you uh, any any beer you want. So right now we've got uh, one-liter growlers, and we are just ordered some two-liter growlers. So 
um, you can get 30, basically 32 or 64 ounces um, in in growlers at that time. And the glass right now, we're not charging you for the glass because we're not able to refill. Mm. Uh, so the glass is actually free of charge at this time. Gotta like that. Tony joining us from the Hessen House and Fong's Pizza. Tony, mein Deutsch is nicht so gut. Uh, that, oh, that, look that, at you. That's as far as I can go there. You got the French side, I got the German side. <laughs> Fridays, it's still Lent going on, and uh, you guys have catfish on Fridays, so people still going with the Lenten menu, you guys will be able to help out on Fridays, correct? Absolutely, and and uh, just one small correction, it is uh, uh, beer-battered pollock, it's not, okay. it's not catfish, but it is delicious, and we are honoring the all-you-can-eat, uh, we're kind of, mo- we're modifying that to be the all-you-think-you-can-eat, uh, <laughs> because there's obviously no way to do refills, so we're, we're basically just giving you as much as you think you want, and uh, within reason. Uh, but we are still trying to honor that. It's nine ninety nine, um, and we can uh, deliver a curbside that as well. It's delicious. Uh, comes with a huge pile of fries. You can do fish or shrimp or a combo of the two. Um, and and last Friday that was very very popular, and and we're hoping that we'll see a, a good response for that again this Friday. Well, speaking of very very popular Fong's Pizza, Fong'spizza dot com certainly is that. How many Fong's are across the state of Iowa now, and are they all under your umbrella? Uh, they are not all under my umbrella. There are four total, and I manage three of those plus Hessen House. Um, and then there's the, our downtown location, Cedar Rapids. We have our Drake location, and of course the Ankeny location. And what are you doing at Fong's? Well, uh, each place is kind of independently operated, so the, there's a lot of different things going on. I think the biggest thing that we're having the most fun with and that seems to be getting the best response from our community is we've put together a meal kit. So it's uh, uh, four small kids' pizzas with all the toppings and ingredients uh, uncooked, and we package that for the kids and um, have an instruction sheet in there. You can make your own pizza at home and have a little activity to do with the kids and have some fun. and. Mom and dad can order their uh, uh, pizza already cooked and have a little pizza party with the kids while you're while you're hanging out on a Tuesday night, for example. <laughs> I'm uh, guessing you've answered this question a million times, so this will be a million and one. How did you come up with Crab Rangoon? Well, uh, I wish I could say that I did. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was something I, you know, I started with the company about five years ago, and the Crab Rangoon pizza predates me mm-hmm. by about five years. So, um, you know, I know that we've got a lot of creative people that, that are above me here in this company. And, and when you put a bunch of smart people in the same room, you, you, you take the idea and, and kind of just run with it. And as you know, with full core press, most of our ideas are, are very creative and, and uh, I work for a good group and been blessed to, if I'm going to be in this situation, there's nobody I'd rather be doing it with. And, and uh, so I give credit to, uh, the genius minds that work there, and it is still is it is still as uh, as popular as it always has been. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, that that pizza outsells the next best selling pizza by about seven That's to one. Crazy. I think at most of our locations. So That's unbelievable. <laughs> it's it's still a hot ticket item. Indeed, it is. Hessen House and Fong's Pizza. Um, I know the hours. I'm guessing are different. Kind of give us a little four one one as uh, we let you go, Tony. But what do we? What do you want to leave our audience with? Well, uh, just, uh, you know, the response we've gotten from the community has just been fantastic, and we really appreciate everybody uh, thinking about local businesses. Uh, most of our places right now are kind of sticking with the 11 to 8 uh, p.m. for reduced hours. 
Uh, we're easy to find on social media, easy to find on, on the Internet, so please look us up. And if you happen to be near one of our places, we'd be honored to serve you, and we will continue to do so until they tell us not to. So Good stuff, Tony. Um, we appreciate you guys. Thank you. Yep, good Thanks, to talk to you. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate that. Let's go to Iowa Tap Room, shall we? Um, this very is popular. At the top, every time, my buddy that I do my podcast with, the Degenerate Hawkeyes podcast, yeah. every time he's in Des Moines, he mandates. We are meeting at the Iowa Tap Room, and it is his favorite in Des Moines, and it is up there for me. So you've been there a number of times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I've uh, hoisted a few from the Iowa Tap Room. Why what a place. Here, let's get Tim on here. Uh, Trent, I'll let you talk to Tim then, since you've been there as many times as apparently you have. You, I had no idea you get out and about like you do. Tim, uh, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 Restaurant Radio. How's things at the Iowa Tap Room, Tim? Well, we're we're doing everything we can, that's for sure. And, we, hey, Trent, we do appreciate all the time <laughs> you've come in. We do really appreciate that. It is a wonderful place. And just, again, this is something when we're back to normal, we're able to go into restaurants. The, the decor of the place, just the vibe of it, it is so cool. Go in there, have a cold one. I hear the food's terrific, too. And that's the part that we're here right now, though. Tell us a little bit about the menu. Go a little bit deeper and what you guys are doing for the carryout curbside delivery, what's happening on the food menu right now? Well, we are offering our full regular menu, uh, which is available at iowataproom.com. You can just look that up. Um, it's available from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, and uh, as well as uh, the anything on the untapped list uh, as far as beer goes. We can fill crawlers of that. Uh, we are waiving the three dollar the the charge for the crawler itself, so that's that's off. But um, yeah, every everything on the full regular menu is available every day from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. for curbside pickup or carryout. And what's the response been like so far, Tim? You know, it, it people say Iowa nice, but and, yeah. and we're in Iowa. We do everything about Iowa that we possibly can, and you know, it's true. It's it. They've been terrific. We've seen a good response from people. Uh, people just want to, you know, feel a little bit normal. Uh, it's probably a place we see a lot of people all the time. And, you know, just to come in and get a little something to go and feel like everything's right back the way it was, we, we'd love to be there for that. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. What's your favorite thing on the menu? My personal favorite? Yeah. I love our tenderloin. Do you? That is Iowa. Fried or grilled? Oh, fried. <laughs> <laughs> that is the way you have to do it. That is absolutely the embodiment of Iowa. So I was looking at the the beer menu and uh, thinking about maybe getting myself a crawler of this one. I mentioned earlier I'm a big fan of sours. This is one I haven't tasted from Fairfield, Iowa. Tell me about the oaked sour cherry. That sounds delicious. Oh, okay. So this one's a little different. Um, it's it's actually not a sour beer. Oh, okay. It's a it's a cider. Uh-huh. And they're brewing that with sour cherries. Ooh. So it gives you a lot of the same, very, very, very same flavors as a uh, as a sour would. They're just using sour cherries in there. It's light. It's delicious. Slightly sweet. Slightly sour. Perfect as soon as that patio opens up and everybody can come back out. And 6.5 ABV. Not going to have uh, probably all 32 <laughs> ounces of that one. We'll, we'll break it you up into a couple of You can't catch a buzz on that. You're just not going to catch a buzz, Trent. <laughs> not at all. Tim, yeah. great stuff at the Iowa Tap Room. As I said, one of my favorite places. Just a, a cool, cool place there. You guys are out running 11 to 8 every single day. Iowa Nice, it's great, and it's great to get you on the program today. 
Well, thank you. And then they just call 515-243-0827 and put that order in and we'll get you all set up. One more time with the number. It's 515-243-0827. Iowa Tap Room. Uh, Tim, thank you. We will uh, we'll do this again. Take care. Thank you, Trent. Take thank care. you for all your business. <laughs> yeah, I've Kept helped a lot. You probably have. <laughs> Boy, these guys, these next crew, uh, folks from Truman's Pizza, they caught lightning. Well, I shouldn't say they caught lightning in a bottle. It certainly didn't hurt that the Chiefs went on the run that they did. Uh, Rob Jackson from Truman's. And look, as a, as a fan of another team in the AFC West, the Chiefs aren't going anywhere for the foreseeable future. As long as 15 is still healthy, uh, the, the Chiefs are going to be a major pain in the butt. Rob, I saw a ton of... Uh, a ton of TV stations made their way down to your place and were chronicling the, you know, the bar portion uh, of your place at Truman's during the uh, during the playoff run in the Super Bowl. Some some great uh, footage came out of there, and what a time to be a Chiefs bar and a Chiefs restaurant in Central Iowa, huh? I, I just got goosebumps just thinking about it all over again. <laughs> yeah, I bet you did. Uh, in this in this time, who knew that. Uh... That would freeze over when the Chiefs would actually win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, I laugh because we have to, but it's a, but it's a good uh, it's a, it's a true story. And you know what are you doing? Um, it's very popular. So you haven't been open all that long. Kind of take us uh, give us a little bit of your uh, your recent history at the place. Well, we've been open for two years. We actually uh, celebrated our second anniversary, March fifteenth, just before uh, you know the close down. Uh, we're just uh, focusing on some of the best handcrafted pizzas in Des Moines area and uh, happy to pump them out as long as we can for uh, whoever would like to have them. And Crowlers as well, are you guys taking advantage of that? Are you uh, are you pouring beer to go? We are not pouring beer to go. We don't have enough space down here in our uh, little house on uh, Southeast 6 and MLK to, to Crowler up uh, beer to go. But we are uh, doing full pizza menu. Wings, onion rings, the whole nine yards. We uh, really focused on just our our top hitters and uh, what we do best. Indeed. Well, uh, give us the hours that you're going to be doing that. Is it to four until eight, like a lot of spots, or what are you doing? Yeah, four until eight, kind of our prime time area. Oh. Um, just trying to make sure we're keeping things fresh here and, and easy to rotate for people. Um, just trying to help support the community through this trying time and some of our staff as well. Uh, give us the address and a phone number. Uh, it's uh, 400 Southeast 6th Street in Des Moines, Iowa. It's just uh, just under the shadow of the Capitol Building on the corner of uh, MLK and Southeast 6th. And our phone number is 515-214-2759. Good stuff, Truman's Pizza. And once you get back open, Chiefs fans and Raider fans and Chargers fans, everybody's welcome, right? Not you Bronco fans, though. <laughs> uh, everybody's welcome, but uh, expect your uh, fair share of hazing when you come in the door. I gotcha. All right. Uh, best of luck, Rob. Uh, keep it going to Truman's Pizza. Uh, we appreciate you coming on. Take care. Thank you so much, boys. Appreciate All right. it. Yep, good to talk to you. And our final stop, we missed the Boulder Tap House. We'll try and get them mm-hmm. up in Ames. Um, something going on with them, so we will try and reschedule them for Thursday. So our final stop is Tony Aposto. Uh, Tony, welcome to Miller and Condon. How's things going at Aposto, Tony? Uh, in a whole new direction, for sure. Yeah, but right. We're, we're moving. We're marching forward. Sadly. So tell us about your restaurant. Well, uh, fortunately, unfortunately, we're kind of a destination place over here in Sherman Hill in, in a house, uh, an old, old Victorian house. So it's, we rely, you know, 
100% on dining mm-hmm. and people just coming here to celebrate, you know, good times, anniversaries, birthdays, whatnot. So certainly uh, that has been turned upside down. But yeah. we are uh, turning in, you know, some lemons into lemonade and uh, doing the best we can and kind of shift it into a, a curbside. But we actually call it a driveway because, you know, it's a house. So mm-hmm. we're pulling up the driveway and we're, we're putting some Italian meals in their cars and they're taking off. They're well- heading home. I got a note here, Tony, about your guys' Cavatelli, and whenever I see Cavatelli, my mouth starts drooling. So uh, tell us about, sounds like one of your signature signature dishes. So, yeah, man, that's that's a very classic holiday dish in southern Italy, and I would like to say probably most of the south side of Des Moines and any Italian family that, you know, celebrates Easter or Christmas or whatnot. It's just a, it's a dumpling-like noodle Um uh, it's similar to gnocchi, but it's, uh, it's made with pasta dough. And uh, obviously just a, a beautiful homemade sausage and marinara and some lots of cheese is how we're serving it. So we're, um, you know, normally we, we plate it up in a nice bowl and make it look fancy. But uh, this, this method we're doing, uh, it's called the Italian Family Dinner. And it's uh, feed 68. So it's a, it's a baked pavatelli casserole with mozzarella, romano, marinara, as I mentioned, uh, a nice half hotel pan size of, a salad with your choice of dressing and a half loaf of uh, South Union baguette garlic bread. So you just tell us if you want it hot or cold, and we'll run it out to your car, and boom. Nice. Off in your, your, your home. So. Apostodm.com. I just realized where you are. The, you're, um, what, was the, what was previously in the house? We're Cafe de Scala for 10 years, and yeah. uh, re- rebranded and kind of shifted the focus around and uh but we're, we're back open to the public well not as we speak but right uh, we're back open to the public generally you know wednesday through saturday for dinner yeah a couple I... pop-up dinners so but obviously this one you just email us and mm-hmm. uh we'll have an order ready at the time and bring it to your car and give us cash or sign the credit card slip and uh, head home pop a bottle of wine or beer and enjoy it give us the email address how do folks reach you yep uh so you'll send an email to caitlin or i at events at apostodm.com so it's events at a-p-o-s-t-o d as in dog m as in mike dot com and uh, we're doing it Wednesday through Saturday from 4 to 7 or, or pickup times and uh, it, it's, it's actually going really well we sold out last week all four Great. days and right now we just have Thursday and Saturday open so fire away if you guys are hungry because it's going to fill up events at apostodm.com apostodm.com correct? correct yeah correct yeah. A P O S T O D M dot com sold out. Uh, so Thursday and Saturday you still have available. Thursday and Saturday, yeah. I'm going to try to talk my chef into doing <laughs> five more orders each day, but he's probably going to kill me. But you know, the thing with us is I kept my all my full time salary staff on. So now, good for you. Really just yeah. to kind of this is yep at a post. So this is purely just to keep these guys employed and you know mitigate as, uh, our losses as best we can. But you know, and it's like times like this, you want to stay busy. It's, yep. You know. There's no money being made here. We are just trying to cover our salaries and get through the storm, and you know, hopefully it is the first, but I, I don't anticipate that. I could see it going a couple of weeks longer, and sorry to, to to rain on anyone's parade, but there's a good chance that might happen. So we're, we're full steam ahead and adjusting and adapting on a day-to-day basis. Keep doing what you're doing, Tony. Appreciate what you're doing for the community and keeping those folks employed. Uh, apostodm.com, events at apostodm.com. Good stuff. Tony, right. appreciate you coming on. 
Much love, everyone. We'll get through this. Yes, indeed, we will. Take care. All right, that's going to wrap up Restaurant Radio. That was a lot of fun. I thought it was, too. Uh, you want your restaurant to be part of it? We want you to be part of this. Mm-hmm. This is this is free, folks. Cost you nothing. No catch. Ken Miller Show at gmail.com. Ken Miller Show at gmail.com. We've got a few spots open on Thursday. We'll do it twice weekly to begin. It's not just uh, restaurants. We're going to open this up to... Got a small business, you're struggling as well. Uh, we want to hear and see if we can help you. You can also reach out to me, Trent Condon at gmail.com. Ken's not a Facebooker, but if you want to get a hold of me through that way, I know a lot of restaurants and businesses do use Facebook a lot more. You can find me on there, Trent Condon, obviously. You can find me. We can connect a lot of different ways. Figure it out. We'll get through it. Email, Facebook, Twitter. Hit us all areas because yeah. this, I, I really enjoyed this. And, I like my food. There, There is so many good restaurants in this area, so many local restaurants that need our support. The time is now. You know, our demographic, the sports talk radio listeners, it is outside of classical music, the highest income earners are sports talk radio, yeah. a demographic that has been for 20 years now that people, if you have disposable income, everybody's got to eat. Do it local. Help out these local places, the places, and these are the places that give back to on top of it. These are the people when you have... Kids are out there, and they got a fun run, and you need a sponsor. These are the local businesses that you're going to. Not the big corporations, these local businesses. These are the places that make Des Moines great. Let's all support them together. Preaching the choir, very well said, partner, and I expect nothing less from you. Uh, Trent Condon, Ken Miller, we're Miller and Condon. 10 to noon, Monday through Friday, Restaurant Radio returns on Thursday. You can be part of it. Zuba Mahente from ESPN Next, 1460 Kicks and 0106.3 FM. This is Des Moines Sports Station. 1460 KXNO. And now, now, on 106.3 FM. Hello, this is Michelle Book at Food Bank of Iowa. I'm asking for your help. Before COVID-19, Food Bank of Iowa provided 1.5 million pounds of food every month. Now the need for food assistance is rapidly growing and will only continue to increase in weeks to come. Your support ensures that Food Bank of Iowa can continue providing quality, nutritious food to Iowans in need during these very challenging times. Today, the number one way to assist is to make a charitable contribution to Food Bank of Iowa. Please visit our website at foodbankiowa.org to donate now. Iowans support one another during times of need. Thank you for supporting Food Bank of Iowa. Ken Miller, Trent Condon, Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. Hi, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. That was fun. It really was. It, It put a pep in the step. It's been... I think trying for a lot of different people and come in here. We're here to talk about sports. That's what you and I, that's about all that we know. This was, this energized me. Me this, too. It, it really, it put some, and I, and I could see it in you too. And I know this has been time and you've been scared. Mm-hmm. And you've admitted it here on the air. Mm-hmm. It's a scary time, I think, for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. But good to see you with a smile on your <laughs> face talking <laughs> to, to these people. I, there's people that we knew. There's people that we didn't know that we had involved here. And again, like you said, Ken, this isn't anything where we're charging you airtime or anything like this. We want people to be able to support these businesses. It is ultra important at this time. And 
a great idea. I know we talked about it. You brainstormed. You came up with this idea. I loved it, and I'm excited to do this. I can't wait for Thursday now. 10.30, let's go. I'm ready for it. <laughs> right. We'll just have to make sure we get to it on time. Right. You and I aren't really yes. good on time things. No, we're not. No, no there's not been one of our Speaking of that, we're supposed to have Zubin yeah. Mahete on right now. We're going to move that to tomorrow because Zubin, well, it's always great to have Zubin on. He's got a lot to say and. And there's so much going on. Have still you in watched the world. Sports Center since? I have. Yeah. Have I still, you? What are they doing? A lot of lookbacks. Uh-huh. Um, Scott Van Pelt, a great idea. Zubin did this one night when Van Pelt was off, and it is senior teams, seniors going through their season just ending prematurely. Oh, that kind of senior. Gotcha. Yes. So on Sports Center, they're on doing Sports good Center. for them. From D three to high D one to oh. high schools, all over the place. Uh, Pat Forty, who's now at Sports Illustrated, did you yeah, see his article? I did. Uh, he's at, uh, as you mentioned, he was with Yahoo. He's with ESPN. He's based in Louisville. I did. He's got he's got family. He's got one daughter that swims at Stanford. Yep. One at Georgia, Georgia Tech, Georgia, Georgia. Yes. And uh, I heard his podcast. He's got both kids at home. Oh, does he? <laughs> they were joking him. And yeah. uh, who is it that he does the podcast with? With Yahoo? Wetzel? Yeah, think, Wetzel. Yeah, Wetzel. Wetzel was joking about uh, you know teachers been drinking on the job, and he said, well. <laughs> Forty said, "Well, I don't have to worry about that. I have to worry about the students drinking as they're trying to do their homework with a couple of college age kids at home." But that's a really entertaining podcast, by the way, for people looking to fill some time. They do a great job. Uh, those two guys, along with Pete Thamel, who's oh, also yeah. on with it. Formerly the New York Times, and now where's he at? Is he at Yahoo? I he, think is he is at Yahoo. Yeah. yeah, he has an excellent article too. In fact, uh, I have that in our shot sheet for going forward and conversation piece. As he talked to a lot of athletic directors, what is the new normal going to be? Oof. When we get back for this, in terms of financials, yeah. it is it's scary. Yeah. We we know about places like Drake and Northern Iowa and, and what it is at the D1 level, but even the Iowa and Iowa states well, are used to that cash flowing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, and the spigot's been turned, not off, but certainly down. Yeah, they're going to have to readjust, Trent. There's, a, there's going to be a market correction. And it very well could be, yes, fans are allowed in the stands, but you can only be at half capacity. What do you do there? In terms of tech, ticket sales, yeah, you get a huge check. I saw Iowa, Iowa postponed, not postponed, or pushed back their season ticket renewal. I saw that too, yeah, and that's going to be kind of what it is. But back to Pat Forty and his article just talking about mm-hmm. this team that is tucked away in the corner of his state in Kentucky, right by West Virginia and Ohio on the border there. It's a mining town. It is a definitely a blue-collar town, undefeated, and looking to be the first undefeated basketball team in the state of Kentucky in 72 years. Jeez. And, of course, the season ends yeah. uh, before they go kind of down to a Sweet 16, and, and that's happened. So there's so many of those stories that are out there, and it's, it's great to spotlight them, too. Indeed. Uh, we were going to be in Kentucky in a few weeks. You right. and Chris Williams and myself were going down to cover the Derby. We'd already made plans. We were going to – because Louisville is about 100 miles from – it's 100 miles from – Indianapolis, it's 100 miles from Cincinnati, it's 100 miles from Lexington, roughly, and the Reds were home against the Braves, so we were going down there for Derby Week, and we'd planned to get in the car after all of our shows and uh, drive to uh, Great American Ballpark and watch the Braves and the Reds and get back in the car and go back to Louisville for the uh, Derby prep, the Derby workouts the next morning, but sadly that's going to happen as so many things um, in our world are, are not going to happen for now. 
For now. For now. Indeed. All right, we've got a keyword, Trent. We're going to do that. We're going to hear from Mac McCausland more on our Team of the Way. By the way, tomorrow's Team of the Day is the Drake Bulldogs 2007-2008 Drake Bulldogs, the Valley Champions. We've got the Player of the Year in conference, the Larry Bird Trophy winner, Adam Emenecker, is going to join us at 11 o'clock tomorrow to talk about his team. But right now... It's time for KXNO and iHeartRadio to help you with your bills. Text the keyword, how about that, bills. Easy enough. It is. Uh, to 200-200 right now for your chance to win $1,000. That's bills to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. Mac McCausland, more on the 86-87 Hawkeyes, today's team in the spotlight. You're all the audio in the first hour of the program. Mac McCausland will tell us what that team was like and what was it like to be around them as they marched all the way to the Elite Eight before falling to UNLV. Miller and Condon, till noon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460, KXNO 106- and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Ken Miller, Trent Condon, Miller and Condon on 1460, KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. Campbell pulls it down. Out left the marble. Showtime. And that will be it. There won't be chips and salsa tonight. You're talking mum champagne, caviar, the works. This is the number one team in the country. That voice, Mac McCausland, he's going to join us here momentarily. A couple of notes. Uh, Obi Toppin, the Associated Press Player of the Year. Yes. Luca Garza had won a whole bunch of them. He didn't win that one. Uh, Obi Toppin of Dayton, nice career. I mean, nice, great season. Yes. Going to be a good pro, I would assume. Better NBA prospect. Yep. Don't not a better college you. player. No, he's not. I mean, I just, I don't get it. I mean, the Big Ten was, there was one big, you know, there was no nights off in the Big Ten. No, not yeah, at all. It's cliche, I get it. But there was no nights off, especially uh, at the five in the Big Ten this year. And Tyrese Halliburton has made it official. He is off to the NBA. We are off to talk about 86-87. Iowa Hawkeyes, Mac McCausland. You heard his voice and he joins us. Mac, Trenton, Ken. Good to catch up with you, Mac McCausland. How you been? Good. You guys really did a little research to pull that one out. That was pretty good. That was uh, one of my favorites, Max. So this is, for me, this is what became a sports fan, as big of a sports fan as I became. That 86-87 Iowa basketball team. But one thing I didn't remember, and my memory maybe was fading me as I was going back and I found a YouTube clip of that game against Indiana when the Hawkeyes become the first team to score 100 against a Bobby Knight coach team. I remember you and Larry doing the games together. Larry Morgan, who us here in Central Iowa know incredibly well. Who were you doing the games with? Do you remember who you did that Indiana game with? Because it was certainly not a voice that I remembered. You got to think about that. Uh, my old Bob Healy from uh, uh, KWWL. Okay, all right. Yep. And, and then he went from the sports director here down to, I think, Oklahoma City. Gotcha. But, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Larry and I did it, I think, for... Whew, like 22 years where, Jeez. you know, back then you either did all the games except what uh, the national networks did. So we'd do 20, 22 games, 24 games a year. And we were lucky enough, or I was lucky enough, to do that Indiana game. Uh, and that was pretty special as well when, you know, you score the 100 points. And I believe uh, uh, Coach Alford was on that team. Yes. And, uh, you know, it was... Uh, 
that was just a great run, 18 straight games. Indeed, and then uh, the next uh, time out, they would uh, Ohio State would give them their first loss of the year. But Mac, as you as you think back on that team, when did it become apparent to you as as they you know kept piling up the wins as you mentioned eighteen in a row? When did it maybe dawn on people close to the program that you know what this might be something special? We might this might be uh, one of those years that folks remember, and obviously it was as we're talking about it so many years later. But when did it become apparent to you what you were seeing? I'll tell you, they went to the uh, Great Alaska shootout, and uh, those were the first three games. Now, I can't sit there and tell you I expected them to win 18 games in a row and have the year they did. But they played um, uh, University of Alaska. They played Northeastern, and they got to think of NC State. NC State. Yeah, in the final. And I'll tell you, they they played three different styles, three different teams. you know, the Northeastern team had a, a player named Reggie Lewis, who later went on to the yeah. NBA and then uh, passed away due to a heart condition. But he was a, like an all-NBA player, and they had to play him. And, you know, then they came back, and Iowa State and Drake. And then you started to feel, you know, they won about every way possible. And then you start to break down that roster. And, you know, I think people really forget it. In fact, uh, I kind of forgot it until you guys said, hey, do you want to kind of review that 86, 87 team? You look back through, uh, they had 12 players on that team. And of the 12 players, seven played in the NBA. And two of the others that didn't play in the NBA played overseas. So you're talking nine players, uh, you know, playing NBA overseas when it wasn't, uh, call it fashionable in the sense of uh, you had a big-time agent trying to get you a job, uh, you know, all that sort of thing. And then what was even, I think people don't have any idea, of the uh, 12 players they had, 10 of them came from different states. So that means 10 of them came from different cultures, different backgrounds. And uh, I only bring this up because... The team was put together so well. But, you know, you go from Les Jepson uh, from North Dakota to the, the Michigan kids who had quite a basketball background. When you look at Kevin Gamble, Illinois, Eddie Horton, Illinois, but then it was Marble BJ. And then Bill Jones yeah. was the type of player that people just, uh, I, I think, uh, I, I myself didn't appreciate him when we had him at that young age, uh, and then he went on and played over, uh, overseas as like a 6-7 guard. So, I mean, there was just so much, and it was all put together by Dr. Tom. Mac McCausland joining us. He was on the call for the games throughout the 86-87 season. Mac, uh, one thing before the season, you mentioned the season kicked off in Alaska in the Great Alaskan Shootout. Dr. Tom in his first season, and because I was young, I don't remember – Really, the conversation about him getting the job, he had a lot of success at Boston College, but didn't have a ton of success at Stanford. The previous stop that he had, in fact, a losing record overall at Stanford, he was 25-47 and 47 in the Pac-10. Was there another name that people were looking at after George Raveling decided to leave for USC? Were people upset about the hire initially? Of course, that changed as the season progressed. But before the year began, 
What was the murmur? What was the talk about this guy, this Dr. Tom Davis coming in, a guy that didn't have a lot of success as Sanford taking over this stacked-up Iowa roster? I think, uh, you know, you can go back, and basketball people understood Stanford. Uh, and I think probably the people on the hiring committee understood it. When I say that, they were not a basketball power by any uh, any means. They also had very high academic standards, uh, something that later on changed with a lot of schools that, uh, you know, they get exceptions and that sort of thing. But uh, the West Coast was pretty strong. And, yeah, he didn't have a, a great record there. But you look at his teams, and I think uh, as you look back through, that Iowa needed to hire somebody that was going to be able to teach and take this talent because there is no question George Raveling, uh, and I think you know, that's always been the, the uh, if you want to call it the yin and yang, he was a great recruiter, not a great coach. Tom Davis, he may say not a great recruiter, but a great coach. I would argue a little bit on both uh, just because of the styles. Uh, Raveling did a lot of what you call NBA coaching, a lot of one-on-one, a lot of two-on-two, where Tom Davis, everything was five-on-five. The press, uh, which was kind of unknown at the time to Iowa fans, everybody talked about it and said, you know, you are going to love what you see here. And then I think the history of Boston College, uh, when he had uh, two guards that were both about 5'8", 5'9", and both went into the NBA, um, and he had great success with that team. And, you know, that was the Big East, and that was St. John's and Georgetown. And, uh, you know, he rose his team to the top there. And then you look at what he did at uh, Lafayette. And he is a Wisconsin uh, native at uh, Ridgeway, uh, Wisconsin. And so he had that Midwestern mentality. And I think what really sold people in one sense, and they may remember or may not, but uh, George Raveling ran into Tom Davis uh, at an airport. And I'll be honest, I don't know if it was like Denver or uh, out in one of the California uh, airports, but they ran into each other and they talked for a while. And at that point, as you may remember, George went to USC, mm-hmm. but he talked Tom kind of into uh, interviewing for the job in. Wow. called the athletic director, and I think it was Bump Elliott then, uh-huh. and uh, they went ahead, and that just kind of became the story that uh, it was George that sold Tom on the uh, opportunities there, and he ought to take the team. That's awesome. Indeed it is. Mac, listen, we're out of time. Appreciate you coming on and going down memory lane with us, uh, and uh, thanks for what you did for us. Thank you, Mac McCausland. Good to talk to you. Hey, remember chips and salsa? Oh, no. It's going to be caviar time. And mum champagne. Indeed it is. Once we get through this, that's what we'll crack. Thank you, Mac. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, good to talk to you. Obi Toppin uh, had 34 votes compared to 24 for Luca Garza. That's the AP uh, Player of the Year voting uh, that was just announced recently. So tomorrow our team in the spotlight is Drake. Yes. Adam Emenecker at 11. Cappy's going to join us tomorrow. Uh, Zubin Mahente will join us tomorrow. Maybe Mike Mahon in the Olympics, if I can mm-hmm. squeeze if we can squeeze him in. Maybe Thursday. we still got a lot Absolute. of week in front of us. So this whole Facebook thing, what you're telling me is a pretty good idea is what you've said, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I had a lot of people already reaching out on Facebook. I know that's a big part of the business and the restaurant business. Facebook, Trent Condon, hit me up there. We will get you on here in the coming, well, maybe not Thursday because we're pretty stacked already, mm-hmm. but certainly next week and going forward, Restaurant Radio on Miller & Condon. Indeed. Uh, thank you to Nitmick for making that possible. Miller & Condon, 10 to noon. Murph and Andy coming up next to two fanatics at four. Morning Rush tomorrow at 6. 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM.